Good morning. This is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. We are continuing our new series entitled In Search of Spiritual Maturity. Last week, we described exactly what it is. What is spiritual maturity? And we came to the conclusion that spiritual maturity dealt with becoming more like Jesus, also being characterized by deep love for God and obedience. It requires that we reorder our priorities where Christ is the center of our lives. Our scripture at that week and during that time was from Second Peter 1 and 3, and it says God has given us everything we need for maturity. We decided that maturity, spiritual maturity, is a journey, not a destination. It is a process of lifelong growth and development. As we grow, we become more like Christ and we receive more joy, peace, and fulfillment. Today, we're going to continue that topic of spiritual maturity and we're going to title our study today, A Call to Maturity. Our scripture will come out of Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. About this, we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. As we look at spiritual maturity and what is involved in it, it is important for us to remember that It is a conscious decision that we make as to how we will move forward with following the Lord and how we will follow what He has directed for our lives and how we are to live our lives. This call to maturity is important as faith and growth work together to develop spiritual maturity in we as believers It is critical as we move his kingdom forward. Therefore, it is urgent to hear the call to maturity. Our scripture comes out of the books of Hebrews, and there are several terms that the writer uses. The first deals with dull of hearing. It's been said that to make progress on a bike, you must keep moving forward. There is no reversal, no standing still. This is a good analogy in describing the dilemma that the author of Hebrew is faced with. Although these believers have been trained in the elementary truths of the word, 
They were not moving forward. They were not maturing. They had become dull of hearing. Hearing is difficult not only for this audience, but also for all audiences. Interestingly, the verb to hear provides the root for the meaning of to obey. There could be any number of reasons why this group had become dull of hearing and had refused to obey and mature. Distractions, fear of persecution, loss in conscious of their leaders, um, no more having confidence in them. The writer of this letter does not say. However, we do know the outcome that the readers had begun to pull away from what they had been told. They began to be pulled away from outsiders and encouraged um, to follow a different um, doctrine. Through lack of use, faculties grow dull and the members regress to their formal, con- former condition of immaturity. In Hebrews 5, The writer contrasts immaturity with maturity. They use familiar educational language of that day to describe the believer's lack of progress. Milk and solid food were common terms for referring to levels of educational development. Here, milk is an image of the elementary teachings and truths of God's word, while solid food is the word of righteousness, which is the believer's capacity to distinguish between good and evil. Those are good things to consider as we look at our progress or regress as we become Christians. Are we on milk or are we still struggling with the basic truths of God's word and being obedient to them? Or are we moving forward and able to distinguish good from evil, to experience discernment and to exercise discernment in all that we do? Immaturity leads to failure. Statistics support the fact that believers today spend little to no time on spiritual formation. It should not be surprising that these behaviors have resulted in us who are not skilled in the word and that churches who feel ill-equipped to lead new generations to Christ. It is not surprising that these behaviors have resulted in believers who are unskilled in the word and churches who feel ill-equipped to lead lead new generations to Christ. Our failure to be spiritually mature results in our inability to accomplish God's purpose for our life and for His kingdom. This includes the ability to persevere. Lack of maturity impairs our ability to remain faithful to God's purpose for our life. This is true whether we work in ministry or in the secular world. Our stick-to-itness is critical as we live in a world hostile to Jesus. 
It also impacts our ability to discern. When we become sluggish or dull of hearing, we risk becoming disobedient. In a postmodern world, it is difficult to distinguish between what is right and wrong. Inability to discern are targets for Satan's deception. To think between vice and virtue is a clear line and unmistakable is to embrace an illusion. We put in jeopardy our ability to persevere, our ability to discern, our ability to witness. We have a clear mandate from Jesus to witness to a dying world as outlined in Matthew 28, 9-20. It would be impossible for believers to look around our world and not acknowledge that the fields are ripe for harvest. An informal and bold witness is needed as much in the 21st century as it was in the first. We are, as Christians, are to go on to maturity. When we became Christians, we received everything we needed for life and godliness through knowledge of God who called us to glory and virtue. That's 2 Peter 1 and 3. It is our responsibility to build upon the basics of that faith and move forward to maturity. The Apostle Peter directs us to make every effort with all diligence to supplement our faith with virtue, knowledge, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. Being effective and fruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus is essential for spiritual maturity. God is our resource, and all growth comes by grace through him. But we are responsible to go on to maturity. And to begin that process of maturity, it is important that we first identify and give our lives to Jesus Christ and accept him as Lord and Savior and accept his offer of salvation. And that's easy to do. All you have to do is just to acknowledge your sins, acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Savior who died for your sins and rose again, and begin your new walk of life, newness of life. You can find all the details on that on our website, itwministries.org, and click on the invitation tab and follow the instructions there. If you have any questions, please um, contact us using the tab that says contact, and we'll get back with you. Next week, we will continue our discussion as we discover how we can move forward with this whole issue of spiritual maturity, a call to spiritual maturity. Thank you. Have a great week. Please share this podcast with your friends and family, and we look forward to being with you again. Bye-bye.